Hello and welcome to the DigiCoach podcast. I'm Leanne, your coach, and have a wealth of knowledge including nutrition, back pain, pre and postnatal exercise, injury rehabilitation and Pilates. I have nearly 10 years experience and my aim is to motivate and educate you, the listener, in the above, along with successful lifestyle change. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and thank you for listening. Good morning, listener. Thanks for coming back to DigiCoach Podcast. This is about the fifth time I've tried to record this podcast. You know you're just not happy with... I think because it's been such a a long time since I last did one. I was pregnant with Demi, who's currently four months old now. Um, So I've been so busy and I've just got out of the habit of of, uh, recording these podcasts. And you know when you overthink and you're, you're just not happy with what you've said or how it's flawed so I'll keep deleting them um, but I'm just going to go for it now and split it up as I need to so um, I hope you're well um, so yeah I've just been busy working in DigiCoach um, rather than on it and got out the habit of doing these podcasts for free content um, the, I do like the podcast I do like listening to podcasts you know when I'm out for steps or driving to and from clients um, as a means of improving uh, my own self-development and hopefully this can give you some value for your own so we're going to be talking today about why quick fixes quick sheds for fat loss don't work so they're defined as a six to eight week shred plan normally Um, obviously just for fat loss because you can't build muscle in that time really unless you're brand new exercising you can build a little bit but to you, you most of the time you're going for fat loss um a lot of people, most people, including myself, have fallen for these quick fixes in the past. They are, they seem to give you everything that you want and that you think that you need. And a lot of good personal trainers will advertise as a quick shed um, just to reel you in. And then once you are in on the program, they'll actually educate you on why these don't work and how you should be looking at your lifestyle, your habits on a day-to-day basis because that's what's forming your body consistently over time um, is what you do on a day-by-day basis. So good personal trainers will mark it in the short term because media, diet culture pushes these quick fixes as well um, in the slimming world and we've, as we've all been conditioned to think that these work. It's a good way of reeling in people that actually need our help, thinking that they are getting one thing, but we actually give them something that they need. So just be aware of that. So quick fixes, like the generalised shred generic plan, they kind of have you sprinting. If you look at um, a marathon being your lifestyle change and knowing that it takes time for fat loss... You can lose body fat within the six to eight week shred, but it's like you are sprinting. So you don't have time for fail in these six to eight weeks. It's literally fat loss, fat loss, fat loss. You've got to be obsessed with it. You've got to be super restrictive, cut out social occasions. You're not really learning how to deal with these um, and go off plan, whatever they've set you in macro targets wise. Um, so you just don't have any time for trial and error. So then you're not learning about your own habits and what you do on a day by day basis. And knowledge is power. 
and you learn so much about yourself and what you enjoy doing and what works for you specifically if you are in it for the long haul. There's also a lot of pressure on yourself to not fuck up and when you do because it's inevitable because you are you kind of like yeah you've got all this pressure on to not to fail because you've paid this money you've only got six to eight weeks to complete it so when you do fuck up um and you can't be perfect because that's what you're pushing on, on yourself to be perfect for this holiday or whatever event you are doing this short-term shred for when you do fall off the wagon it's usually catastrophic and you eat back the calories that you've been burning and saving and it it does usually affect your end results and can affect your relationship with food because it's so restrictive um like i said you can't really tone in six to eight weeks you can build a little bit of muscle if you're a brand new exerciser but fat loss only occurs it's easier it's faster to achieve in the six to eight weeks so if you're looking at a sprint, if you start sprinting in a marathon, you're not going to be able to keep that pace up for long. So you're going to stop, you're going to pull out, you're going to give yourself shit, um, bitch in the brain, you might start getting loud and saying, oh, what for, I'm, what, what's wrong with me? Why can't I sprint through this whole marathon? Um, that's what you're actually putting on yourself to do. Um, you're putting all this pressure on yourself and you're not, able to maintain it when you do finish the eight weeks you might have lost say a ridiculous amount because you've cut out food groups um or food group likely a lot of them reduce your carbs massively so you don't only feel shit but you have lost say a stone in the six to eight weeks so you might feel like you've you know you're getting the results but as soon as that event's over like the holiday the wedding you just go back to your normal lifestyle um and so continues the cycle of these shreds what you really need to look at dieting like is a long-term process so if you're giving yourself a year like just to accept that it's going to take time and you're going to mess up and every time you fail it's another opportunity to learn okay why did that happen how can i get around it next time um usually it's managing your environment or your social circle um, or it might be at certain times of the day you're stressed, um, especially if you're a busy mother, you end up flagging between 12 and 2, 3 o'clock, depending on what time you get up. Um, and willpower isn't as strong in the afternoon, evening, so you tend to go, uh, go for unfavourable options of food um, or don't get steps in. So it's it's learning about your lifestyle because what works for one person who has got kids won't work for someone else who hasn't got kids for example I used to love training in the evening like I say evening it's evening for me now uh six seven o'clock at night because I felt I had a full stomach of food and I had all this energy to burn and used to help me sleep but now um with two children now well three um if you count my partner's son um it's just not possible to have that energy during the evening to train when all my energy's gone on the children and family life. So to take that, it's all about quieting the bitch in the brain. Um, you know, when you have that argument with yourself, should I get that session in? What if I went for a walk instead or 
I needed to do this, that, and the other. There's always a reason not to train, you know. Um, but if you do it in the morning, straight up, and you've got got chance to talk yourself out of it, I always find that's the best way. Give it a try for a month and see how you feel, because you're getting all the benefits from exercise, like productivity, energy building, focus. All studies have shown that your increase in focus is massive if you're training in the morning um, and you're a lot more likely to achieve other goals like in your career, in your relationships as well. Um, once you do uh, finish these six to eight week fatty diets as well, you find not only do you put the weight on, or the weight that you have lost when you've just finished the diet, if you're able to stick to it for long enough, that you've not really built any muscle, so you end up looking like a skinny fat. Like, there's just no muscle, it's just, you just look thin. Um, I mean, they say strong is a new sexy. No, they don't. They say strong is a new skinny. <laughs> um, strong is sexy, and lifting your own bags and opening your own jars <laughs> are empowering. Um exercising for strength gives you so much confidence in your body and that bleeds out into your mental health you get stronger in the mind because you're doing things that you don't want to do and training things and sorry lifting things you didn't think was possible and you're doing it and that brings me to my next point when you are able to go to the gym and eat when, eat these healthier options when you'd really not want to go to the gym or fancier takeaway. When you're doing things that you don't really want to do, that is when the change happens. Think about it. When you wake up in the morning, do you want to go to work? Do you want to go for a shower? Do you want to wash your hair? But you know you need to do it. Because the incentive to wash your hair is that people will think you're a tink. You'll feel better within yourself. It's a form of self-care. You know, if you've got all these fancy conditioners and things, like my family are big on the hair, but I think I must have got the memo there because hair is just hair to me. But if you can find a way to... So again, you want to manage your environment. Make it easy as possible to exercise. And a lot of the times, if, you're, if you've got a progressional programme, you know, um, like my clients have, and you're able to get you know, like, track your personal bests. That's what gets me to the gym most of the time. Am I as strong as I was last week? Am I, can I go for an extra rep on this exercise? Um, and once you start doing that and saying to yourself, like, the two-minute rule, they call it, I'm just going to train, I'm just going to exercise for two minutes, I'll see how these squats feel, I'll see how these shoulder press feel. I'll go and get my trainers on and go around the block. And usually, action creates motivation, to continue for longer and if it doesn't maybe you're just not feeling it maybe you do need a rest you know um it's the same with eating as well make it as easy as possible to um eat healthy food so buy healthy and don't have the snack the trigger food that um you know you'll overeat on just don't have it in the house um and meal prepping is good as well because food wastage we don't want to do that but these these are kind of things that you want to be looking at and working towards rather than these quick fixes where you don't learn anything about yourself you don't change any habits you're just depriving yourself of your favorite foods because you shouldn't be cutting any of these foods out cutting foods out is easy it's an easy thing to do 
Whereas learning moderation is hard. So it's about time we did the hard thing. I mean, it's already easy enough going to the supermarket and buying chicken. Like, we don't have to kill anything. We don't have to grow anything unless we want to. Um, but, yeah, I'll leave it there because Demi is getting a little bit agitated. Um, but I just wanted to come on and break the silence. <laughs> that was my podcast. Um, if you've got any questions or want me to cover any topics or anything in particular, just give me a message. I'm on Instagram um, and it's, the details are in the show notes. Bye.